This one's for the culture. Me and wifey in the room thinking of a master plan Thinking how we can influence the culture from where we stand Knowing that our steps are ordered by the master's hand Still ten toes down, we ain't switching up the stance And welcome, welcome, welcome to the latest edition of The Bond Chronicles We are episode Roger Maris, uh, the famous 61 um, And we, what? I don't know who Roger Maris is he set the record for home runs in the season before Barry Bonds broke it a uh, mm. long, long time ago. 61 was the record. Then 73 happened. Sosa McGuire, that whole summer mm. of entire juicing and fun stuff. Um, Steroids. Yeah, uh, when times were different. But I have my host here. Mrs. Bond Chronicles. And we are the Bond Chronicles. Thank you so much for continuing to like Share and subscribe. Just a quick update. We are now over 4,000 views on our Kevin Samuels clip. So if you haven't seen it, you are now in the minority. Go watch it. I think you will enjoy it. But that'll probably be the last mention of his name on this episode. Um, Thank you for liking and sharing and subscribing. Continue to be great in all that you do. And we got a lot to get to. this was supposed to be a super fun, super happy, super light, in-depth, thoughtful musical review podcast, but we have losers and cowards in this country that are racist haters, that are miserable people who don't deserve to be here, who probably should have been aborted. Unfortunately, they weren't. So what they do is they steal, kill, and destroy communities that they hate. And so we unfortunately have to advise, and hopefully you've heard by now, but if you haven't, uh, Peyton S. Gindren from New York uh, was a coward and loser who armed himself to go three hours out of his way to a black community and murder 10 black citizens of this country. He did it with a racial slur written on his gun. He had a 180-page manifesto, and it's only fitting in modern society. He live-streamed the entire event. Um, And miraculously, even in that, he was taken in without a scratch. He was at times not handcuffed in police custody because, once again, they don't care about Black people. Uh, Buffalo has a racist history where even the old white man during the George Floyd protests who had his head split open on camera, no charges were filed because those are the kind of people that reside and preside in Buffalo. And I actually have a pretty close tie to Buffalo um, due to my own history in life. And I don't care because you guys allow this to happen. This individual has been on the internet for over a year detailing and talking about what he was going to do and not a single agency with multi-billion dollar budgets, specifically in the state of New York, did anything to stop or prevent this. I can promise you if I was doing and saying the things that he said on the internet, you guys so worried about Trump on Twitter that you missed the terrorist planning a terrorist attack 
right under your noses. Congratulations. And yet you still want us to give more money to the losers in law enforcement who don't do anything to prevent crime. They hopefully, maybe show up after the crimes have been committed and typically do little to solve them if they're not the ones committing the crimes themselves. I know I'm painting with a broad brush, but that's how I feel. And this is what I'm going to do. If you don't like it, you can tune out at this moment. But I did want to spend time to at least address it. I hate that we have to address it. It's nauseating that we are still addressing it, but it's unsurprising. And I'm sure there will be a ton more that comes out, which just further validates the uselessness of law enforcement and people like him and the people that support Peyton S. Gendron and his life. That's my two cents. I mean, you didn't really hold anything back there, and not that you should have. Maybe not the aborted portion, but hey, like, you know, to each their own. Um, Sadly, with the way the laws are going, more of him might be born. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate part. Like, you just keep thinking that this is an older generation problem. Racism is older people who are set in their ways, who are stuck into believing for whatever reason they feel justified in believing it at this point, that racism still needs to be a thing of the 21st century. And it's like, he's 18. Why are you so mad at black people? Black people created like everything super dope, super cool that most young people love. Black people... Like, I, I just don't understand. And I don't think there's anything in me that ever will. Like, what? I don't know. Like, what in God's name possesses you, like, to get up one morning and say, I'm going to take my gun and go kill a bunch of people. I'm going to drive three hours to a neighborhood, a community that I know no one there, no one's done anything to me there. I've never been slighted. There's never been any level of disrespect from any of these people in this community towards me, but I'm going to go and completely disrupt what should be a normal day of grocery shopping. I read a um, story, an eight-year-old girl was there with her dad. She mm -hmm. crawled into a cooler to be safe while the shooting was happening and she was able to escape like through the back of the um, store. But like, what is life when that's the type of stuff that you still have to worry about as a black person? Like, it's just insane to me. And I know that there are racial issues in other countries. You have different things going on in the Middle East and that stuff is always happening. But in our country, a lot of times the attack is on us and it's just getting to, a, I mean, not getting to a point. It's been past a point where an explanation as to why this even happened is due. He, like you said, he was online. He's in a community of people who think just like him. And I am more than positive. There were words and things that he said that trigger national security red flags. You know, like, 
there's no way that you can explain that portion away for me because it was a year that he was online talking all this craziness. But let me type, um, shoot, vacation to Italy. My spam, everything in my social media, freaking hotels are calling me because I typed in one time I want to go to Italy. That's how much they monitor everything we do. So there's no way that they just had no idea that this crazy, insane little person um, <laughs> was was gonna do this. But don't don't do that. He's not insane. No, this no. was calculated. No, it was calculated. It was, was plotted. It was premeditated. All of it. He was super ready to do what he felt was an awesome thing. Dylan, like what Dylan Dylan Booth Dylan. I want to say Brooks, but that's the basketball player. No, no, no. I don't no, want no. Dylan Roof. Dylan, there you go. 2.0. Just, I, I just don't understand. So, I mean, obviously, prayers to the families of people who've lost a loved one in this awful tragedy. Like, I don't want him to be famous for taking life. I want to be famous for getting like the death penalty. Don't they still have a death penalty in New York? possible that not, not let me not go there we don't need to make this a death penalty episode but i do believe there are some people that deserve it i 100 believe some people deserve it and people like that i don't care how young he is it's, his mind is made up already about how he feels about black people which he's made super clear and everything he's done and said and uh, I, there's no apology you can issue that'll bring back those people's lives. There's no apology or, you know, judgment that can be handed down that's going to make this trauma go away for people. And he better get the full works of what the system would, you know, offer. It shouldn't just be one count. It should be 10. Uh, it... The charges will be there. Here's Here's where I believe the breakdown will come. One, and we saw this in Georgia, will he be imprisoned in New York? And for me, I started watching Oz again, and I watched, not Mayor of Easttown. What was the other one that I was watching? With Jeremy Piven? Yeah, not Jeremy Piven, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy, yeah, Renner. Um, um, Mayor of Kingstown. No. Um, oh, no, yeah, Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah. Um, really dope. But what happened in one episode was... A, a person did something wrong. And so in essence, what they did was they went to the prisoners and said, hey, we need y'all to do us a favor. This person needs to die, but we can't kill him. I don't want that for, and let me make sure I continue to say his name, Peyton Gendron. I don't want that for him. What I want is I see in Oz that each group is sectioned off. You got your Aryans and your racist white people where he should go. You have your black people, maybe your Hispanics, maybe your something else, motorcycles or whatever. I believe Vic or criminals of hate crimes should be forced to live with the community that they ravaged. He should have to spend the rest of his life. Don't kill him. He should have to spend the rest of his life surrounded by nothing but black people. Black, hard, dinned criminals. 
You want to put us in overpopulate your prisons with black people. This is what we should be used for. Allow us to handle these bad apples, as y'all like to say. Let us take care of it free of prosecution. Whatever happens to him and his rest of his life in a black owned area of the prison, let it happen. And if we so fit to not take initiative, then that's on us. But we should be given that opportunity to hand out judgment because the hate crime was against our community. So we should be the judge, jury, and executioner. You as cops always take that stance when it's a black unarmed black man, but you magically don't take the same case when it is with a white person. Also I mean, in the video, the, there's shown where he was about to shoot a white person and he knew well enough to know, hey, you're the wrong color. Go on about your business. I have other things to do here. Like, I'm just over this PC, this forgiving. Well, I've talked about it on here a bunch of times. Like, I'm over it. I am so, so, so over it. I don't want no people apologizing him, hugging him. I know you got to forgive biblically, but I'm, I'm over it. I am so, so, so over it. And... We'll see how this goes. It's pretty hard not to convict somebody that live streams their own crime. Yeah. Like, it's really, really hard. That's I, I don't even arrogant. understand what a defense attorney's like. I have no idea what the, their defense is going to be. They, they'll, just, they'll come they up with something. They don't have one. It's going to be insanity. Yeah, okay. But it's clearly premeditated, so that'll go out the that'll window. That'll go way like, out the window. As much as open and shut is, like, this is the newest this evolution This is like a of, slam dunk case. You don't need to plead. Or a plot prosecutor. There's you no don't plea need necessary. anything. Like, he's giving you everything you need. Don't Every single scrap of and, evidence. And he bet, I don't bet not hear no bail talk. Because oh, no. Nah. We'll get to some people later that have been denied bail who have done grossly, immensely lifetime more good for the community than this individual uh Peyton Gendron did but that's enough I think we, we've given them 15 we've given them 15 minutes disgusting um, piece of you got your 15 crap. minutes out of me um and and I'm done with it I'm done with you and I hope worse gets done to you than you did to us and I'm going to take an extra step further and pivot because you said you thought it was an old generation thing. Yeah. And what we're seeing is, because there's also a video from this past weekend of a little boy, mm. a nine-year-old boy. On a black people's Went porch. to a black person's home and is banging on their door. With a whip. With a whip. Now. Where do you learn that? You know where you learn it because when you go to confront the parents, they pull a gun on you. Right. Now, had the black person pulled a gun and blew his brains out. There would be uproar and outrage. How could you do this to a child? Well, that child had the wherewithal to come to my house and knock on my door and threaten my family. Not today. That kid would not have gone home in the same condition that he came to my house in. So anybody here that thinks that they want to send kids to this house, with kids in this house, I'm no, not you that got family. The wrong ones. I am not that family. 
Yeah, you could try it if you want to. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. And so from what it seems, the, the dad, I believe, is being charged. And I don't have their information here, unfortunately. Um, Attempted assault or something of yeah. that nature. Like, I, I pray one day we as black people will finally come together and stop allowing this. At this point, we are complicit. And I'm included in that. I use my voice to, to talk about it. But I'm also complicit in how these things keep happening and how we keep letting stuff slide. The police, the judicial system, the law is not on our side. It was not created for us. It was created to oppress and break us. And we keep relying on it when we are at war with those types of people, not all white people. There's a bunch of white people I love and have been great to me. Mm -hmm. But there's a bunch that absolutely suck. And it is not this small minority that y'all try to make it out to be. Not in, it, because at that point, it just can't be. And I, I think that's the scary part of, of it. Because we keep thinking that, you know, one more generation is just going to die out. And there'll be more people on our side. No, they're procreating and just instilling all this disgusting just mindset and their children, and their children are carrying it on and on, and you just, you just gotta, at this point, you just gotta put a foot on somebody's neck and stomp it out, because how else is it gonna go away? There's, like you said, we're complicit in allowing these things to continue to happen, because we get all excited, we get all revved up about each individual situation, but when it's time to you know, vote for the right people when it's time to really put action behind the anger and the words and all of that, a lot of us, myself included, um, fall short. And we just, we can't keep doing it because this keeps happening. I'll go with most of that. Some of that I don't, we voted in record numbers. So I don't, I can't put that completely on us. We got out and we voted and we stood in those lines that they changed laws and they keep trying to change laws to keep us from voting, which I don't even know why they're trying to but keep us from the, voting because we're voting in the people that keep allowing all this stuff to happen. Right. And Joe Biden had the audacity to say, I don't know if I'll have time to get to Buffalo because I got to go to China or somewhere in Asia or overseas. I don't want to misstate it. Like, you don't know if you have time. The reason you got elected, sir, is because of the very people that were murdered. Black people won you that election. You know it. They know it. Everyone knows it. And now in this humanitarian crisis, you don't know if you have time to go visit that community of people? Are you joking? Vice President Harris, where are you? Real, Where's real your quiet. you've been quiet? Oh no, she did post something. To, um, I, think. I don't want to hear a post. I need sound bites. I need rhetoric. I need laws. I need action. Because when in Florida, when there was a mass shooting, we got an Asian hate bill. Real quick, super fast. Tell me how this is any different. If you can show me how this is any different. Other than more people died in Buffalo. I don't want to hear nothing. 
it's clear this was a hate crime. So we need an anti-hate bill because that's what you do for other communities. So as citizens of this country, are we not entitled to the same thing? I guess not. Oh, yeah. She didn't post nothing. Of course not. She's got a post five hours ago that says the president, the vice president's week. It's a little video clip of. Now, again, this that's slightly delayed from when this goes out. But still, there's been plenty of time. But we know y'all don't care. But what we do care about is music. And music has been giving for the last four weeks. And we strategically waited because we knew kind of what was coming. Uh, we also have a bunch of surprises for you guys coming. A lot of music coverage. We've got what? like, so we've been teasing. We've been talking about, you know, all of the cool stuff that we're working on, you know, for this podcast, for things outside of this podcast. Like, it is a labor of love because we both love music so much. Um and so to be able to share our love of music and talk about the music at the same time, share you guys' interests, like it's we we hype, like Ray's going to an event this week. We've got a lot of stuff coming up. Like it's so exciting. Yeah, when, I think between now and when's something in the water? The Juneteenth weekend. So between now and July 1st, I think there's like five different shows we will be covering, which we need to make sure we keep in the seats so we can write this stuff off. No, no, yeah, I, yeah. I've got all that yeah, covered. Yeah. Uh, so like, apparently, I'm accountant now. Like, I'm really good at it. Yeah, uh, we did pretty good in taxes last year. Yeah. Um, we're givers. Uh, but no, super exciting. Uh, Fabio Foreign's tour is coming here this week. I will be attending that. Uh, so if you see them, if you're there. Yeah, if you're there, uh, definitely Silver uh, come to me. I will likely be and a Bond Chronicles of Reaction Apparel shirt, because uh, that's what we do. We support black businesses um, from the start to finish. Uh, that is what this is. This shirt's still available. Yeah, you can get that uh, online. You can get this online. But no, exciting time. Uh, as obviously as down as the beginning of this episode was, black music, black music and hip hop has been, in essence, thriving. Um, and it's only right that we start with Mr. Morale and the Big the Steppers. The Big Steppers. Uh, the by far the biggest release of this, this year, year easy. and probably the biggest since Adele last year uh, that I can think of. Probably, I mean, I'd say bigger release than Adele. Nah, you don't think the Kendrick for for black people and... or for the music? Adele's Adele. No, and I agree. I Adele did like eight hundred her first week, allegedly. I think all the numbers are fake, but <laughs> um, there's no way that. Okay, so we'll just go for you know hip hop R and B, the biggest release probably since Donda, the first Donda. Donda, yeah, that and certified love. It was still huge, wasn't that good, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but Kendrick has returned five year hiatus. He has a new child. He has a level of introspection that I don't know that we've ever seen articulated over chords and the way in which he did. Um, I am very conflicted on how I feel about it 
on one hand, I think it's one of the greatest things ever created. On the other hand, I don't know how often I'll listen to it. Uh, and I'll kind of get more into that, but uh, he's projected to do 325, 350 first week, which is right in line with Donda. And it's something. Uh, I was talking. <laughs> I was talking to people today, and there are probably three. And I don't have my phone with me. Um, I think the three standouts are "We Cry Together," "Father Time," and it's Auntie's. Is Auntie's, Auntie's Diaries. Diaries? Yeah. Those are by far the three standouts for me, uh, because of the content. <laughs> like when you talk life issues n95 is is important too but those three for me are are it and before uh, before i go any further i'll let you kind of get your side of it but i don't think i've ever heard any i've never heard some of the things i've heard on those three <laughs> songs um the the F word was brought back in relation to the gay community. And although it was used constructively, it was hard to digest for me. Um, the argument and we cry together, we ain't crying together. We're done. <laughs> we, we have nothing else to say to each other about one verse in. Like, I'm good on the relationship. Um, I... Also, I, I went, I've gone the opposite. No, I, I don't have an aunt. I don't know that I've had an aunt turn into an uncle, but I've definitely had an uncle turn into an aunt. Um, so I understand what that's like. I was young, too young at the time to really understand how maybe that was received by others uh, in my family at the time. But I can imagine, you know, that that's different. So just the things he was willing to address, I the highest of regards and respect for me. How he chose to address it, I'm still digesting. There's it's torn. It's it's great that you were willing to talk about it, but the way you which you talked about it could still rub a lot of people the wrong way. Um, so I definitely suggest that you go listen to it, frame your own opinion for people that are Christians. Listen. This apparently is real life. These are the people we should be witnessing to and the people that we are trying to draw unto Christ with love. And they're going through it. I did not know that people was going through it like they are going through it. And he is a microcosm, I believe, of what society is. And again, you just kind of got to take it in yourself and digest it. But wow, like I was highly anticipating this. I would have never thought that this is what we were getting, but I am very thankful that we got it. My turn? Yeah. This album, I think for Ken, like, it's crazy because he opens up the album saying, I'm going to therapy. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's obviously, that's always been a really big taboo thing in the Black community. A lot of Black men still don't seek out help when they when they probably really need it. Um, mental health is, uh, I think, something that's at the forefront of a lot of people's minds coming off of the pandemic. Um, and Black men's mental health is, I think, something that's finally starting to get a little bit of attention. Like, I will be having an episode about it here 
pretty soon. So it's interesting to have this epi- this album come out and it touches on so many issues that generationally have plagued the black community. Um, I think personally, I think father time, like there are so many just nuggets that you can pull from that song as a black, you know, growing up in a black family, just the, and like you said, the argument <laughs> between him and Taylor Page, like shout out to Taylor Page. Cause I didn't think she had that in her. Like I used to watch hit the floor, hit the floor was my show, but that was not <laughs> the girl from hit the floor. Um, like there's so much raw emotion in the lyrics of this um of this album like you can't anybody that's wrote a review or put out a review you know what the album came out on Friday it's Monday like the review don't trust it because you need at least a week to really sit and listen and like you said digest everything that's going on on the album. And every time you listen to it, you hear something different. Um, Just high level, Kendrick Lamar's lyricism is unmatched. And I'm a J. Cole fan. I love J. Cole. He's my favorite rapper. He's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Like, he is, I know. Just, just, just. I ain't saying nothing. Yeah, just calm down. Like, I love J. Cole, but this album, I think, put words to a lot of emotions and feelings and thoughts that a lot of people have, a lot of people are dealing with, a lot of people go through so poignantly. You can't just listen to this album and be like, oh, this is what I think one time. Um, I think months from now, people are still going to be talking about the content of this album. Um, And just really quickly to that point, I believe, I believed Donda to me was timeless in its content. I believe this is also timeless because I believe the issues that are addressed for our, will be relevant for our lifetime. Mm -hmm. Uh, The transgender conversation, that ain't going nowhere. The father time that's been an issue, it is an issue. And sadly, it I think it will continue to be an issue. Um, even Mother I Sober, mm-hmm. like the, the reality of what people go through. And you think of someone as creative as really, I'll paint the two. Ye is creative in his own way and his ability to imagine and see things. But to hear his heart, whether it be about family, about his mother, but then also hear the contrast of Kendrick and his father. But they both creatively have these conversations in two completely different ways. But even as great and as successful and as rich and as well articulate as they are, there's still brokenness there. No matter the money, no matter the women, no matter the fame or the success, they're broken people. And to that point, like, I think... On, on Mother I Cry, Mother I, I Sober, um, that I was looking through the lyrics and 
the one that really stuck out to me. And the shadows clinging to my soul as my only critic, where's my faith? Told you I was a Christian, but just not today. I transformed praying to the trees. God is taking shape. My mother, my mother's mother followed me for years in her afterlife. Like if I don't know so many people who talk about I am the result of my grandmother's prayers. Mm. I am the result of all the things that people have prayed over me. And just really quickly, to, please don't lose your point. Yeah. But like we were watching my Pastor Todd's message on Sunday mm -hmm. and he brought someone from that era, mm -hmm. the Fred Hammond, Fred Hammond. And he talked about how Fred Hammond was from, he grew up listening to Fred all the way up until Fred been on Ye's new album. But that generation and even on our message Sunday was also about praise. Yeah. And I feel like that generation, that mother's mother generation that prayed, praised, it was just different. They had a different relationship, a different walk. And yes, we're a woker group today, but I think we're but missing that. The, right. There are so many things that are missing in our spirituality now. There are so many things that I think, and this, and and I think this is across all religions. There's a huge disconnect between where God is and where we want him in our lives. And for, he's not a Christian rapper. He's not a gospel rapper. He's not anything of the sort, but to be super honest with yourself about sitting, like we all sit with ourselves and we think about the decisions we make and we think about where's God in any of the things that are going on in life. Like the situation we talked about earlier, where is God in that? And to sit in the, uh, there's another song where he's, you know, talking about, we are not your saviors. There's so much humility in this album from someone who's never, ever been humble before ever in his life, I think. Not just um, by his own admission, but many people heaped greatest rapper of all time on him. Mm -hmm. So that's the, and we talked two different people I'm talking about have both. Huge egos, yeah, rightfully so, but introspective and humble enough to recognize. Right, there's so much like throughout this entire album. Mm -hmm. There's just you see someone who has been to the highest, highest highs on a level where most people will never achieve. He's a Pulitzer Prize winner, you know. So there, he's done things some people will never achieve. But to sit down and really look at your life and be able to break it down in that level of honesty with that level of humility, like I hope that his, you know, therapist has some cards out or, you know, whoever his therapist is, is getting their shine because they deserve it because that those therapy sessions produce this album. There's no way that you can go five years not making anything having writer's block, looking at the for world two years. for two years, looking at the world around you. And then you come out with something like this. That is a lot of therapy. Just it, for me, high level, it's rap album of the year. I'm saying it right now. If the Grammys give it to someone else, it's because they're trash and we know that they're trash, but there, I don't see anything else coming out this year that can compete.
Okay. Maybe Little Wayne, but he's not dropping anything. Okay. Right. Drake isn't. I ain't no all right. Like yeah, she, she's she's on a run here. I'm at the real back. You gonna have to reel me in. Reel the big fish back in. Whatever, big fish don't get caught. Like it, it's just I I just don't who who Drake. So, let me know when you're ready. Kanye. Let me just let me know when you're ready. Oh, I'm ready. Like go okay. ahead. So as I said. I'm very torn about this because it's considered an album. And so for me, when I think album and music, I think versatility. We talked about, and we'll get to Future and Jack Harlow and even Pusher in this episode. Album of the year to me has to be, I believe needs to reach as many people as possible. It needs to be broad because it's the album of the year for everyone. It's not rap album of the year, it's album of the year. Oh, I'm sorry, then I misspoke. I meant to say rap album of the year. I don't know if this would be album of the year. We'd have to wait for some more stuff to come out, but it should definitely be nominated. It'll be nominated. (laughs) Now, which songs will be nominated? I would be very curious. By all accounts, We Cry Together needs to be song of the year. How in the world I don't know people are living like this? My prayers are for y'all. Because I, I, y'all need to listen to the song if you haven't listened to it to understand where I'm coming from. I mean, can you even really call it a song? I mean, you but can it is. because it is. And like, that, that's the part to me that makes this hard. I am not going to be listening to that song two weeks from now. I don't want to listen to it on repeat all the time. Like, I'm not. I can't do that. I don't want to hear about daddy issues two weeks from now, that's not me. So when you start talking music, an album of the year, that's where I have a problem with this, is that I think calling it music does it a disservice. And it just doesn't really belong in a music category to me. I don't know if there's like uh, vocal art. Yeah. Like, but it shouldn't be in music. It shouldn't be, it should be, to me, this is more of an Oscar worthy body of work than a Grammy body of work. I mean, this, but that's how he got the Pulitzer for the other album. And that to me would do it justice because to me, I'm not listening to this album going to, I don't go to clubs, but I'm not going to listen to this album when I go out because it will bring you down. (laughs) I'm not listening to this album when I'm just sitting around because if I'm already struggling with life, this isn't necessarily going to pick you up. It might give you something to relate to, but it's not going to really motivate or encourage you to me to like get out. It's just like, yeah, I I understand you, but I need someone to pull me up and or take take my mind off of it. That's what people hate about sports. We don't want politics and sports because we want to take our mind off of it, which I get, but I don't. So that to me is where I get stuck with this, is that it's this immaculate, amazing piece of art. But as a music and as songs, when I go through the song list, how many of those songs would I just play in the car with my guys? Or how many women do I think are getting in a car and play it together like they would play Future? Like they would play Jack? Like... People in Virginia and other places are going to play push. push. I just, I think when you get past the digestion of the content, is that the kind of music that you're going to regularly listen to? 
And that's where I think it could hit. It it will run into some issues when it starts going against a little baby album that could be coming, a Nicki album that should be coming, a Chris Brown album that should be coming, um, Push who's already came, Post Malone who says he's coming next month, Future who's already out, and I don't think Future would take any awards from it, but when you think of music and you have all of that, I just don't know where this will rank musically. I think after we see where the songs are falling in the streams, you'll in have a month. Because right now it's going to be everywhere. Yeah. In a Give month, it, I think we'll see. By the time his his tour starts when? I think early next month, late le- next month. Is it that soon? I think so. Okay. Or so it's Rolling Loud July. is when? Rolling Loud is like my birthday weekend. So it starts well, Miami. Ro- it starts before because Rolling Loud is a part of his tour, mm. so he starts before that. So then it's in July. It starts in July. So I mean, I feel like let it sit on the charts for like a month and see where the songs start to fall, and obviously what the conversation is around it because there's going to be a lot of conversation. Um, then see how well it ages towards award season. But I do not see him walking away empty-handed at most major awards. And if he did, it would be, I mean, it always is a great disservice to the credibility of those award shows because, you know, like the things that should win a lot of times don't. And we're not going to get into the politics of that because we've discussed it extensively on our podcast. But it's just an incredible album. But like you said, it is going up against a lot of more commercially playable mm. music. And this album is anything but commercial. Um, yeah, this is the I farthest. also think it's a really interesting <coughs> thing that be, this is the what the body of work that he wanted to put out as his last um, album on, his on TDE. Yeah. Um, which I'm, had no features from TDE artists. Right. I am really interested to see what the next project looks like. Um, so, real because I was watching Joe and he threw something out. So, based on the content of this, when do we get another Kendrick album? And that that is a big question because if he's going through, and, and, and that's what we're seeing. I mean, I think that's what we've seen with quite a few artists over the last couple of years. Kanye included, a lot of artists are going through like evolution in how they view their work and what they put out. Um, Artists that are still putting out albums, they're putting out complete projects, regardless of what the critics say is a hit. Because according to critics, J. Cole's album last year wasn't that great. But it charted, it's done really well. A lot of people I've originally felt like Little Dirk's album that came out wasn't going to be that great. And it's doing well. We see the run that Lil Baby is on and how much he's changed and evolved from, you know, a few years ago. So I think there's going to be another album. Will it be similar to this? I think that really just depends on... What is therapy is going like for real, for real? Yeah. Um, but I don't see him 
just dropping a bunch of random crap, singles, whatever, just to stay relevant or to be seen or viewed in this super artistic light. Like, I think he put this out there to let people know, like, this is how I'm feeling. I know a lot of y'all are feeling the same way. Let me put into words and scream them at people the way that you can. And I do think because of the type of album this is, this is an album that you run, that you will sit with for the foreseeable future. And I do believe it's an album that, the reason I say it's timeless, I believe you can come back to this album in three years and you're going to hear things that either are still relevant, you remember, or maybe you even missed. I mean, like you said it for yourself, um, Father Time literally puts into words better than any other song even I can think of what relationships are like or have been in the past um, for fathers, what the Black father looked like for a really long time, the complexities of flop fatherhood and father relationships. Like there, there, there are no other songs like that. And I mean, again, just lyrically, there are so many little nuggets, but as a person, there are so many things in that song alone that people will come back to. Um, no, I agree. And I think it, then the last song, obviously being titled Mirror, I think is perfect. I will say this. Y'all also are valid in this album. Y'all activities gave him this content because he's sick of all y'all. He the is. The cancel culture, he the, said the, the filters, bags, all the... this flashy stuff. Like, and, and I know now I give credit where credit is due. I heard it on Joe's pod. They joked about whatever his marketing and wardrobe budget is, he put all that money in his pocket because outside of the album cover, there ain't a lot that's been put out that would cost a bunch of money. Like you knew it was coming and here it is. It was produced by not a, there's not a bunch of big names. I think Pharrell did one song. Uh, someone else might've did one. A baby came was really, really influential in a lot of this. So shout out to him and his continued growth and evolution. It's not even that there were a, a lot of well-known producers on it, but there are some songs that have like 12, like, producers, writer credits, um, just there was a lot of effort put into the album, yeah, the sure. composure, like just, it's just an amazing album. Um, so yeah, if you haven't, uh, go check it out. It's available on all streaming platforms and just congratulations to you, Kendrick. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. Did it again. Did it again in a very different way, but thank you. But there's more music that has been coming out, and we're going to focus on really three here. We're Bad Bunny. I don't know Spanish, so <laughs> to our Spanish audience, I've heard it's amazing. I've heard Bad Bunny's album was really, really good. I've listened to a couple snippets of a few songs. Again, don't I, don't, I don't know Spanish, so yeah. I wish I did because it sounds lit. And respect to you, because he dropped with Kendrick. Mm -hmm. No, he dropped with he dropped with Jack. He didn't drop with 
Kendrick. No, I thought it dropped. Did you drop with Kendrick? Was it this week? I thought it was last week. Oh, maybe it was last week. It might have been with Jack. So he knew to get out of the way a little bit. But he still dropped and is doing doing great. Mm-hmm. Um LMA dropped. There's been some other RB stuff, but LMA was good. It was I good. enjoyed it. I did too. But we got three other big albums. All outside. Well, to me, the worst selling, worst selling album is my favorite. Um, but we'll start with rankings. So we have we know how you feel about Kendrick. So for the rest of the list, Jack, Future, and Push, what's your two, three, and four? So Kendrick is first. Yep, I know. Push is two. Jack is three. And Future is like if there were A other people, fourth? if there were other people to put on the list before Future, <laughs> they would be on the list. Have mercy. And then Future. Um, so my order is different. Um, and I was trying to see, was it this year? Yeah, it was this year. Um, so Dirk's album was this year. So I wouldn't, if I'm, I'm not going to add that because of the sake of this conversation, but this also needs to be up there as far as award season. Uh, but for me, I have, and again, this is to listen to as an album, to listen to as music. I have push one. Kendrick 2, Future 3, Jack 4. Ridiculous. You literally just said you're not even going to listen to Kendrick like that. You won't be playing some of these songs in two weeks. Yeah, so I don't know. So you said to listen to as an album. So if you don't have any... I'm still going... I'm going to have to go back and listen to the songs because there's still so much I haven't heard that I heard. Yeah, but I need to hear to understand. <laughs> understand, like you gotta so, take it all in. Like I realistically, what I would need to do, and similar to when I like prepare to speak, um, like I'll take I'll read a Bible verse and then I go like line by line and break down each line. That's what you really need to do to Kendrick's album, and you could do that really for those three songs, and that'll take you a week at minimum. <laughs> like those three, and again, Mother I Sober is also phenomenal. Um, the song with Summer is actually pretty good, and I'm not the biggest Summer fan, but it's a good song. I probably would not get to listen to that too often because I got to get through some of the other ones because they're that deep and intrinsic and thought provoking. Um, you using SAT words intrinsic. I am college educated. So. You're so smart, babe. But so I'm when I say I'm not going to go back and listen to it. I mean, like if I get in the car with the boys. Yeah, you're not Ken- turning that on. Kendrick's not coming on. Yeah. Um, Jack could, though. Jack can. Um, probably won't. But he can. And I will say this. And I didn't have this in the notes, but I had really high expectations for Kendrick. And he exceeded them mm-hmm. on for what he did. Musically, there's stuff I meant. I would have liked to have heard a, ba- a song with Baby that featured but it wouldn't have fit the album. Mm-mm. So I understand why those songs aren't there, but I like a version of commercial on all albums. Like that's, I, I need that. Part. Right. You I want to be able to get in a car from was. taking a five to 10 minute trip to Walmart and I can play four songs to get me there and back. And I'm rocking. Kendrick didn't give me that. And that's fine, but that didn't exist for me. Push met everything. 
it's short and I let you can listen to the almost the entire album on a run to the grocery store and back. It's content. Each song comes on and it comes on. Obviously, the production is A1, Pharrell versus Ye. Like, um, content is me. Sorry. Like, I love drug rap. Can't, I don't know what to tell you. I've never sold cocaine in my life, but I watch a bunch of TV and music that talks about it. <coughs> and he does it better than anybody. I put Jay Z, put Young Jeezy, put Gucci. Pusher talks better drugs than everybody. And he did that. Uh, there's Yay features, which y'all know how I feel about Yay. Uh, there's other features that are there. Jay-Z's feature. We need to have a conversation at some point. Yeah, I, I know about that. Um, I was going to tell you, you need to do that. <laughs> um, somebody got to talk about what Jay-Z's been doing recently. It's been a while for me since Jay-Z has been Jay-Z. And I know Jay-Z's the GOAT for a lot of people. But I don't. I think it was Jamel Hill, and I am not the biggest Jamel Hill fan. But she said at some point you gotta rewrite you gotta reshape Mount Rushmore. And we've criticized Nas in the past for subpar verses and albums. But at some point, somebody gotta start talking about Jay-Z's uh performance on these songs. And I get he's old, I get he's rich, all that. But he hasn't stood out on the verse for me in a real long time. And if we give him credit for the Drake song, I'll give it to you. But Drake was whack on most of the album, so that's not saying a lot. Um, so again, we don't have to do, we don't have the time to get into it right now. And I'm a huge whole fan. Oh no, yeah, we'll have to go back and, but and, and run we can this start. We back. can start listing Jay Z's latest features. Yeah, we maybe yeah. we'll need to do that because you sound absurd. All right, Are you y'all, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, but now Push did that. Pushed to me, delivered. I will say the reason I have Jack fourth is because I feel like he delivered the least. I think he might have had the best singles of all four. I think he definitely did. Definitely does. I'll say you're right. I will say that. I was thinking um, with Push singing Diet Coke, I like a lot, but it's not first class. And it's not Nail Tech. Nail Tech's my favorite. It yeah. might be first class ish, but and then. The future Drake joint is a good song, but I would still give the nod to Jack. Uh, so, yes, he had the best singles, which is why I thought we were getting that. And I got CLB2. And I didn't really That's like, disrespectful. It's not that bad. It's not, not in quality, in melody. Mm. They're, they're the same. They're, they lacked a bunch of range. Um, outside of the two singles, really. Um, and he has a song with Drake. I think Drake did well there, too. But Well, he did well. Drake did, too. Um, but it just missed something. And I, I was just really excited about it. I needed it. a little more oomph. Right. I needed a trap beat. I needed a drill beat. I needed a southern. But he's not any of those. Maybe a best a song. Of, but, and that's what I'm saying. Like, with, for him being, um, you know, a DJ drama artist, I thought... There would be more of that element to it. He has a it's, Wayne feature, but it's not. But it's not Wayne. Right. It's just, you know. It's, it's Wayne, Wayne in uh, Jack's world, not Jack going into Wayne's, Wayne's world. Granted, um, Wayne is super. But awesome. Wayne doesn't even live in his world anymore, so we don't expect that from him anymore. No, no. Wayne had, was on a run. 
what he was on Drake's joint on what I forget that song. He destroyed that. He was on the Nicki song with him and Drake and Nicki. He was the best verse on that. But Wayne's had a bunch of verses recently that were super dope. I think he's had like three. We can that we can add that to the next the Jay Z conversation. conversation. We can add that because you ain't gonna um, talk about Wayne like that. Oh, um, but yeah, like you, I thought I was going, and just the way like they were talking about it and they hyped it up right. and all of the you know leading up because Tyler create DJ Drama one for Tyler the Creator's album. So at I, Dreamville Fest. At Dreamville Festival, yeah, like I thought there was going to be a little bit more oomph, and it was missing the oomph. And future, but okay. it's going to perform really well. You know, he's going on tour. We're, That's we are. Well, I bought my ticket already. Did you buy? You bought your ticket? Yeah, yeah. I got my ticket. So we'll be. That. We'll so be we're going to see Jack Harlow. Yep. Um, I don't think there's really anything that's coming near us that one or both of us aren't attending. This year, yeah, correct. And Coldplay and her are still it's up in the air. air. It it it'll it'll happen. We just gotta figure. We just it gotta out. figure it out. Um, we need babysitters, y'all. Say, you know, I was about to say shout out to shout to out to my mom, mom for yeah. being the best because that's who these kids be with when we on all yeah. of our little excursions. We're not negligent parents. We keep them a very trust a very trustworthy person. Fact, my mom. Was, She's amazing. She'd go to war. For her babies. Hi, mom. I love you. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of where I'm at. We're at about an hour. Um, but yeah, I just future's future. Like nothing really. Future was garbage to me. I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna say it was garbage. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna. Go I, I'm not gonna just jump into the garbage can. Got, but it's like laying around there somewhere for me. But that's me. I've You're never a been fan. a huge future future fan. Like I don't like him as a person, <laughs> so his music just doesn't resonate with me. And it literally all sounds the same. Like his but I think voice, that's the his kids. I hate it. Him, I Jack, and hate, Drake all no, had no, that. no, 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 no. They did what Drake they do. Does what he does. I'm only talking about one album. Oh, Certified Lover Boy. Right. That was the but fifth even, version of that album. That even Drake, that the album was the same thing. Was a little more acceptable because he did try to step out there. What was with the too sexy? Like he did try to. That song was awful. I could completely agree. I hated that song, but I called it when we listened to it, and it was the first single yeah, yeah, from the album. It was the only single. Um, just there, there. Oh, I just, sorry. Go ahead. I just need Future to evolve just a teeny, teeny, tiny bit. Like I know you're a womanizer. Like I know that you like to do drugs. I know all these things about you. I just, I just need more, and it all sounds the same. But I think we, I think this gen, that generation of music has hit its wall. And there's very, very, very few that can go to the next level. Five albums in is pretty much the max for most super superstars. And Future's at about that fifth where it's like, if you haven't evolved as a person, and it's to Kendrick's point, it's not just that you've evolved as a person. You got to be able to articulate it how you've evolved. in a way of how you've evolved, what you're living, in a way that is easily digestible, easily understandable, to people that have no idea what those name brands 
and those places your go-to are. <coughs> well, future and future hasn't done that. Future didn't do that. Future, that, you need to call Kendrick's therapist. Boom, that'll solve your career problems. Well, and I just said I wouldn't bring him up, but he had a therapist session with Kevin Samuels, but Kevin's gone, so he can't go back to Kevin anymore. Um, it's a joke, I know, <clears throat> but I think that's to me what made push push. He's talking about the same thing he's always talked about, mm -hmm. but he still does it in a refreshing, fun, catchy, witty way over beats that also engage you in it. And it's like a party. Like the stuff we're talking about is awful. Yeah. Like it's it is. miserable. Like lives are destroyed. Um, watch Ozark if you can't, if you don't know. Um, Call my bluff. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it's just so. You you can laugh about you can because it's just but he does in it reality so he's telling you like you go ahead and think what you want to think but yeah, I I'm, dare you I'm not that to one. to to call my bluff and let's see how it turns out for you yeah. and in real life that's not cool that's actually a kind of scary situation to be in very especially <laughs> where we're living today facts um, but this the way he he goes about it is just genius to me and in, in its own level. He is, to me, the greatest drug rapper of all time. Even um, over Jeezy? I said that earlier, yeah. Because Jeezy, Jeezy is another one. I'd I, I say five or six albums in, he tried to become Jay-Z. And his last album, I forget, is it The Great Depression, Great Recession? I forget what the last one's called. It was a solid album. The one that Single. most recently came out yeah. last year? No, it wasn't that. It was something. Black something? yeah. I don't remember what it's called, but it, it was it was good. But it's not it, you don't listen to it the same. No, because you want to hear him talking about cook coke. No, I do and I don't. No, like, you want to hear Jesus. The, oh, the recession too. But even the way, that, <laughs> even the album cover, like you think Jesus, you think like Snowman, you think yeah, no, he's all these things, and he in on the cover in front of. I think this is a Cutlass. And some tweed pants, a turtleneck, and a beret. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's a different guy. He's a totally different guy. Respectfully, and I'm and personal I'm personal growth. I'm good with. Yeah, we went. Rick Ross is going through this. He dropped an album last year, whether y'all knew it or not. No, I was it trash. was awful. Meek Mill run into the same issue. Wale has run into that issue. Most all of our greatest superstars ran. Wayne ran into that for a while, where he was Carter four on was rough like there was a couple on carter four carter five had the song with kendrick and a couple others but finding your lane once you've kind of exhausted that and you see the ti's the ludas get out or they put stuff out but it just doesn't hit the same that to me is what makes kanye kanye he's been here since all of them but he can still put out an album that is relevant and easy to listen to, and to me, timeless. I don't know that Jay-Z can do that today to put out a full-length album that of his elevation and it be produced in such a way that people will be playing it, where you can... And so this, what was 444? And I I was actually, wasn't going to bring it up, but where, where would you rank 444 and Jay-Z album? I mean, it's probably towards the bottom, but that's, it's still a really good, but solid Jay Z album. That's the point. The Recession Two was a pretty. It's a. I think it's a pretty good album. 
But when you think of Jeezy's discography, that's not going in the top five. Donda, to me, is could be a top five Kanye album. And I think it'll be interesting to see. And I'll say, because Kanye's been on 20 years, I'll be interested to see where J. Cole and Kendrick, and I think we're even seeing it with Drake now, where Drake is going to have to figure out a new, a new thing. Drake's going to have to reinvent Drake to keep at this rate. Now, he just signed that massive deal. So I'm sure there's more music coming. Oh, and he brought back OVO Fest. He brought back OVO Fest. Who wants to go to Toronto with us? I'm definitely going. Um, so I think we're seeing that. And Dirk and Lil Baby, who I'm huge fans of, Kodak. Um, Kodak doesn't get enough credit. And he's all over this Kendrick album. Whether you, With purpose, actually. With per- Not just on the song he's featured. He's just like hidden. And I hate when people do that. Where they don't credit the people for the consumer to know who the voices are, but I'm sure there's a reason behind it. But his influence, and there was a conversation they had, and again, I'll give the credit where credit's due, was on Joe's podcast of who's more influential in music today, Kodak or Lil Baby. Most people would say Lil Baby, duh. But when you really look at these albums and who's on them, Kodak's everywhere. And the fact that he, of all artists, was on Kendrick's album tells me what industry and specifically what Kendrick thinks of him. So I know the lotto thing happened and people view Kodak a certain way, but I hate, I hope we don't get to a point when he, he was shot earlier this year, but we lose him. And then people really understand the significance of his role in music because it's there, but I think he gets cast off as a clown because of the stuff we see on the internet. And he's way more influential than that. I mean, I cast him off as a clown because I don't like his lyrics. I listen to him. I and so I'll say I said what I said. If you want to do that, that's fine. But there's a reason the people of elevated status keep working with him. No, yeah, I agree. For a reason. Um, but all of them will go through that. It's usually about for the super superstar, the fifth album. Superstars is the third album. Dirk don't got three. Lil Baby don't got three. The Baby don't got three. Young Thug elevated because he got past that. Future elevated because he got past that. But it's hard to have five dope albums and keep being able to be relevant. Um, So that's why I always view Kanye a certain way because he's grossly exceeded that and he's done 808s he's done gospel he's done choir he's done super ratchet um because jesus was ratchet um some of pablo was pretty ratchet too but uh i just i'm very excited for music chris brown's another one I, i know he's not a rapper but he's managed to stay super relevant throughout his excited for his album to come out um, in ways that I believe Usher did not was not able to stay relevant. Now they started at different times, but I can't think of a Chris album that I would say missed. Some might were better than others, but and he'd be putting out sometimes forty I mean, songs. Indigo wasn't that great. Mm. So I think that's the Jay Z conversation. Maybe it wasn't a great Chris Brown album, but I think for most people, I think it's okay. Um, and you're a bigger Chris Brown fan than me, mm-hmm. but 
Music Jungle also has solid albums throughout his career. J. Cole. Mm-hmm. How many you got? Six. Not including the mixtapes with the yeah, those three bill. So six not so he's right. He's hit the five or six. So but he's saying he's only gonna do two more. So I know. I, we'll see. So, and but there's a reason for that. One to put out 10 albums. If you're putting out one every two years, that's still 20 years. Mm -hmm. That's a ton of time in any field, especially music, where the world is changing from one album to the next. It can be almost a whole new world. Um, for a lot of these artists, they sign deals way before streaming. And now they're in deals and streamings here. Or YouTube popped up. Or you know, all the so many other things popped up. So it's 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 I don't envy any of them. Mm. Um, I respect all of them. And yeah, J. Cole is definitely on that list. I don't think we're getting to J. Cole this year. No, nah, um, too much with stuff going on with Dreamville, like, but we are getting a lot of Dreamville artist records. Right. So I'm excited for that, obviously. And that becomes a whole different thing is once you get on, Kanye was able to do good music, but still produce music. A lot of people that eats up a ton of time, especially if you're J. Cole, where he also produces. Um, I think Kendrick also produces as well. So it's just a lot. Uh, Eminem, I think for me, only went five or six deep. For me, he made a bunch. Yeah, but, but everything after, I think relapse or recovery. One of the, I recovery, think was, I think, was good. I relapse think, sucked, and I think he apologized on recovery about relapse. Mm, and I think he's dropped some albums since then. But he has. He dropped one, I think, last year, or the year before. Yeah, no one cared. Um, Mama. Fifty game. They've all hit about that five mark, and then. Jay-Z exceeded it. Nas has come back really strong. He had a long lull. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just we're hitting a new era. Jack, the, it's it's there for you. Roddy Rich, his second album didn't them, do yeah. what we thought. Jax did the numbers. I don't – I feel like Jack's album, and I, I, know, I know you hate me comparing it to CLB, but – and CLB certified lover boy for those who don't know. But I think they both were albums that did numbers that I think – the reception wasn't the best. It did the numbers like Jack's doing over. I think they said he did one fifteen. That's a win. Yeah, coming from fifty, white guy in rap. That's a win. And his two main singles had no features. Mm -hmm. Nail tech or uh, it's a sample, class. but there's no features. So the numbers are good, but I don't think the social media reception was as great as they would want. So they got to get back in the lab as well. Well, and that, but that's the thing, like, some of the songs, like, you know, the clips of the songs are viral trending mm -hmm. sound bites on the socials. So, so what is what Fabio's done really good on socials? He got mm -hmm. the song with Coyle Ray, um, that Say My Name, the Destiny's Child flip. Um, he's done some stuff with Nikki. So he's, act, he only did 30K his first week, but he's found a little pocket on social media with, the dances people are doing to the songs, which who would have thought they'd be dancing to a drill rapper, but here we are. Here we are. But that's evolution. That that's definitely evolution. So um I'm excited. I am too. For like, this year of music. I thought last year I was like, man, we had because a, a bunch of big names dropped last year. Mm -hmm. Naj, Drake, Adele, J. Jasmine, Cole, Jasmine, um, her. No. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine was Jasmine was the first of the like the January, I think. Mm -hmm. um, Summer Walker. Summer Snow. So, um, so there's a ton of big names, and then it was like, but wait, there's, there's more. more. 
And it's like, there's even, if we get Dirk, Kendrick, Lil Baby, and Chris Brown this year on top of future um, but, uh, push, like, and we're only halfway through. So exciting times. We're about to hit the summer. A post, like Festival said, post season, is coming. post is coming. So we're definitely going to see post if he goes on, when he goes on tour. Hopefully Tori and Meg get their situation solidified so Tori can put out a real album that is mass, mass, um, Produced like publicized. Mm -hmm, He's not mm -hmm. pocketed into Shunned. this little hole. Um, so hopefully in September they'll come to some kind of resolution. I can't wait, man. Have y'all been keeping up with the Meg the Stallion Tory Lane story? Oh my goodness, so much there, and I can't wait because Meg looks like she's about to have egg on her face, but. You know, she's been quiet recently outside. Because what can she say? I mean, she did her interview and she shut up, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. Um, Nikki, like I said, we're still waiting on Nikki. Lotto was this year, Lotto, and Lotto's album was good, so I liked it. Just and that when you start having those rap album of the year conversations, it's a lot of, a lot of music. Um, and they, we recorded this before. Uh, the Billboard Music Awards, but we will definitely be giving an update as we watch that. Um, Diddy, executive producing it, um, giving Travis Scott a platform to perform. First time since the tragedy at Astro World. Should have been at Coachella, but yeah, didn't happen. You know, Kanye's going to make it up to us. Kanye is going to make it up to us that he pulled out of Coachella. Just I am believing how. for that. I agree as well. We're waiting to see. Right, Rolling Loud is supposed to have Kendrick, Future, yeah, and but, Kanye. But we're not doing Rolling Loud. That's not our kind of crowd. It's not. Like I would love to see. Kendrick we got there, kids. We got to get home. But <laughs> I already know what that crowd is going to be like. Oh, it's going to be lit, lit. I'm, I'm good to live stream. I'm too old for that at this point. And y'all can judge me as you want. I'm not standing in the Miami sun because um, it's awful. I, mean, I don't have to go there. Overall, I thought Miami was. Overrated is a nice way to put it. When I when we went last year, it could be because I was miserably sick and pregnant. Um, I'll give it another chance, but I don't think Rolling Loud will be it. <laughs> yeah, just and it's not even the event; it's the people. It's our people. I ain't gonna lie. Like, we love y'all. We love clearly, but all that running out on bills and stuff I was seeing and just shootings. My I'm good. Dangerous. Very dangerous. Uh, mm, I would like to go back for the crab man, though. That was good food. But it was. No. And that chicken not, place. Not anytime soon. Um, the brunch spot was all right, too. Man, mm, that, that, the brunch spot, Boca. waffle thing. I yeah, was, yeah. still remember it to this day. Delicious. Um, last but not least, uh, we were going to get into the Young Thug and Gunner situation. Not enough time. The coward and loser that is uh, Peyton Gindron took our segment uh, away from that. So we will probably weigh this the way the police are handling the two situations uh, conversation for another day. But last but not least, shout out. And I want to make sure that I get it right because I always confuse them and I should do better. Um, but last oh, Saturday night, Jermel. Jermel, the younger of the twins, I believe, Charlos uh, performed excellently. Um, I told her in like the second or third round, he just looked sharp. Mm -hmm. He looked crisp. He can take a heck of a punch. He got in the gym. But he was focused. And did work. He came in two pounds under the limit, which 
told me a lot. He just looked fast. Focused, just he looked sharp. I thought he missed an opportunity. I think it was like the sixth or seventh round where he didn't jump on him, but no, he was methodical. Was a closer to the end. Well, yeah, I thought it was <laughs> earlier. Because it, it ended in end. 10. Mm, you're right. So it, must have, it was like the seventh. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was like, please don't don't let that be a missed opportunity again. Yeah. But it wasn't. And Castagna was, was, was a gamer afterwards. Um, humble in defeat. And so now we see what's next. Earl Spence was there. Man, the, him and Terrence Crawford need to happen this year. Y'all see that stuff scrolling at the bottom? That'll help us get to some of these things we're talking about <laughs> so that we can give y'all live behind-the-scenes access, potentially. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm super excited. Mm. Like, this is just – I know this has been a crazy year for a lot of people, but there's been a lot of good in this year. And despite everything that just happened in Buffalo – there's been a lot of good in our community. Um, the Slutty Vegan CEO uh, gave all of the Clark Atlanta graduating LLC. class LLCs. Yes, Black Girl Magic. So shout out to her. And we probably got to do a better job of highlighting some of the Black stuff because we've been kind of in relationships and other stuff. But Black people have been doing a lot of good, uh, despite what the news I and mean, media might have the you to believe. Broccoli City event that I did, um, yeah, a couple, we, we, we haven't talked about it. But that for me was just one eye opening, two inspirational to be in a room full of black people, young black people out here moving, shaking, making moves. Like it was such a great event. Obviously, you know, the music festival was tied to it, but everything outside of that, it was just great. I had so much fun. No news reports of anything coming from Broccoli City as far as any kind of crime or violence. Um, so just a, a really good, exciting time. A lot of stuff coming. And so we're going to be there. Um, we would love the support, but God is going to open the door one way or another. So in us, blessed. it'll be blessing back to you guys. So when I say that at the end of the show, I know I take y'all might take it as a joke, but I genuinely mean that. Like We are people that sow into people's lives that we believe have impacted us. Um, and we believe the same is true. We are positive people, good ground. So whatever, whenever, thank you for continuing to like, share and subscribe. I know I've talked to some of our, I don't want to call them fans. That just sounds weird. Uh, but the people that support, yeah, um, it, it's really, really means a lot. So thank you. Uh, the views are going up. Subscribers are going up. Social media is going up. It's all the way up and it's stuck. Uh, so thanks again for everything. And enjoy this, share this with others. Don't just like, like, share, subscribe. Yeah, comment. like, share, comment, subscribe. Um, comment too, because uh, we've had some conversations on here, and I know y'all have been talking to us individually, but we would love to we open love the it. conversation up yeah. Yeah, to for other sure. people. Uh, somebody, I posted something, somebody was like, you need to call me so we can talk about it. So, Mike, I got you. We still, we need to get that together. But, yeah, man, it's been uh, a fun time. Great things to come. In life, things happen. You have the power to choose what you do. Don't choose what losers do. Choose what winners do. Stop murdering people. Own it and be better. Choose wisely. Um, always bet on you. And if you want to support us, you know how. Have a great one. We will see y'all either later this week or next week. Keep the notifications on to find out. Take care.